I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday. Hard to believe this week has flown by. It's been a great week and it is Friday, July the 8th. I hope you're having a good day today. And uh, thank you so much for joining us and tuning in to our Winning Side broadcast. We're on the radio. Many of you are listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. And uh, we welcome those of you listening in the local area on the radio. Those that maybe are outside of our local area, you're listening on the radio app. Uh, or listening on our podcast, and we welcome you. And then those that are tuning in today by way of Facebook, we welcome you, and we'd love to hear from you. And uh, thank you for all of the encouragement. Thank you for the comments, and uh, thank you for uh, being a blessing to us. And then those that are watching uh, on YouTube, it's a little bit harder to comment there, but uh, we're so thankful that you're with us today. And and some of you, you can't watch uh, at the time. I know noon is not a good time for some people, and for others, it it may work, uh, but uh, we're just thankful that you'd uh, join us and I hope the broadcast is a blessing. Uh, That is certainly our desire but we welcome you today and I hope you've had a good week. Hope you're looking forward to a great weekend and uh, you say well you know the holiday was last weekend and this is just uh, another weekend. Well yeah maybe another weekend but uh, what I love about every weekend is we get Sunday and uh, Sunday of course it's not the end of the week it's the beginning of the week but I'm so excited and looking forward to a great day this Sunday. You don't want to miss the services. Uh, we've got some uh, some uh, great things planned and of course we've got a lot coming up in July and it'll be a blessing. Happy birthday today to Lisa Dickens, uh, Liam Friday and Robin Hatcher all have birthdays today. And happy birthday to you folks and then tomorrow uh, happy birthday to Gisla Kinscheck. And a happy birthday to James Pinello. I hope you have a wonderful day and God bless you. Let's be in prayer today for our church. We've got a lot of our members that are going through some uh, health uh, issues, whether they're in the hospital or they're going into surgery or recovering from surgery. And uh, we've got a lot of folks we need to pray for. Let's pray for our uh, country. Let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, Let's pray for one another. And I hope you remember to do that and take time every day uh, to pray and say, well, I've got a lot of needs myself. Well, good. We'll pray for those too. But don't forget to pray for one another. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you start praying for others, uh, you'll realize how good you have it. And you'll realize that uh, you don't have it as bad as maybe some others do. And I hope you'll pray. Here's a great song. I'm thankful for this, uh, this uh, song, So Much God. I was preaching on uh, Sunday, uh, no, Wednesday night from the book of Revelation about Jesus being God. And I uh, talked about the fact that when John saw Jesus on the island of Patmos, out of his mouth there came, as it were, a sharp two-edged sword. And uh, the sound of his voice was like the sound of, uh, of mighty waters. And can I tell you, I'm thankful for the power that is found in the Word of God. And I'm thankful for the power that is found in Jesus Christ. He is God. And I'm thankful for the deity of Jesus Christ. Hope you'll enjoy this song. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 100. Who was 
Christ that babe born in Bethlehem they laid him in a manger there was no room in the inn he was born of a virgin he was God's only son the angel shouted in the night that Christ had come who was that man man from Galilee who made the lame to walk and caused the blind to see he cleansed the spotted leper he spoke with authority he broke the chains of sin and he set the captive free he was so much man that he slept in a boat yet he was so much god that the wind ceased when he spoke he was so much man that he wept when lazarus died yet he was so much god lazarus came forth when he cried he was so much man that he thirsted at the well yet he was so much god that he saved her soul from hell was so much man that he died upon a tree he was so much god that he rose in victory who was that man dying on a tree father forgive them for what they've done to me they placed him in a borrowed tomb a stone held fast the door but he rose up from the grave and he lives forevermore he was so much man that he slept in a boat yet he was so much god that the wind ceased when he spoke he was so much man that he wept when Lazarus died yet he was so much god Lazarus came forth when he cried he was so much man that he thirsted at the well yet he was so much god that he saved her soul from hell he was so much man that he died upon a tree he was so much god that Amen. Praise God for that song. And as I was listening to that song, I realized I was going somewhere before the song. I was going somewhere and I lost track of where I was going. But uh, not only uh, Jesus is he God, but uh, Jesus came, became a man. And uh, there's the term I talked about Wednesday night. It's found in the book of Daniel. And then Jesus said it when he uh, was, uh, was uh, be being tried for the crucifixion. Uh, he was asked by the high priest uh, if he was the son of God. And uh, he said, I am. And then he said this, and he said, and uh, ye shall see the son of man coming in clouds of glory. And of course, they knew exactly what he was referring to. He was referring to that passage in Daniel 7. Uh, where the prophecy was given that the Son of Man would come and unto Him would be given the kingdom and He would sit on the throne and He would rule over the nations of the world forever and ever. And so, boy, Jesus made it very clear that He was God. But I like that term, the Son of Man. Uh, what that term tells us is that He is God, but He was also man. And you say, well, what's the big deal? Why did Jesus have to become a man? Well, He had to become a man to experience the things we experience but he also had to become a man to fulfill prophecy. 
the prophecy was given in Genesis that of the seed of the woman, there would come a one who would um, uh, crush the head of the serpent. There was uh, the uh, prophecy given to Abraham that from Abraham's seed would come the Messiah. And then from the seed of David, there would come one that would sit upon the throne. And so we see all of those promises, all those prophecies were fulfilled in Jesus Christ coming and becoming the Son of Man. And He is, he is God and He is man. And uh, I thank the Lord for that. And what a blessing that uh, he knows what you're going through because he experienced it. He experienced pain. He experienced sorrow. He knew what it was to be hungry. He knew what it was to be tired. Uh, He knew what it was to have the emotions. He was, the Bible says, in all points tempted, like as unto we are, yet without sin. He never sinned. Uh, But he experienced the temptations. He experienced the difficulties. And uh, he knows what you're going through. And I thank the Lord for that. Let's look at Psalm 100. The Bible says in uh, Psalm 100 in verse number um, 3, Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Verse 4, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. Verse 2, Serve the Lord with gladness. We've seen in this psalm, first of all, that there must be a sound. (laughs) Make a joyful noise. You got to sing. You got to make some noise for the Lord and and glorify Him with your song. Then we said we get to serve. We serve the Lord and we get to serve. It's a privilege. And then we saw uh, the science or the study. Verse 3, know ye that the Lord, He is God. But today, I want you to see number 4. I want you to see the Spirit. I'm not talking now about the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about your spirit. I'm talking about my spirit. I'm talking about our attitude. It says in verse 2 that we are to serve the Lord with gladness. Did you know that's an attitude? That's a spirit. Uh, It says we are to have thanksgiving. That is a a spirit of gratitude. It says we're to uh, enter His courts with praise. That's an attitude, an attitude of praise. It says we are to be thankful. That's an attitude. We are to bless His name. Uh, That is an attitude. And you know, my dad used to say this. I want to bring up this verse here, 2 Corinthians 3. My dad used to quote this verse a lot, and he'd say this. He says, you know, he'd say, Jeremy, he'd say, uh, there's the letter of the law, and there's the spirit of the law. And you know, uh, in the Old Testament, it was. It was the letter of the law, right? I mean, you... You did the crime, you did the time, and it wasn't doing time back then. It was being punished. It was being executed. It was restoring fourfold. I mean, it was some major stuff. But he'd always say this, the, 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 the letter killeth, and that's the verse, 2 Corinthians 3, 6, but the Spirit giveth life. You know, sometimes if we're not careful in the Christian life, uh, we will have such an attitude that we will be so hard on everybody else. Well, can I tell you, that ought not be your spirit. Your spirit ought not to be automatically, well, I want to be hard on this person. I want to tell this person. and I want, to, I, want to, uh, I want to come down really, really, really hard and really, really vicious. No, no, no. There ought to be a spirit. There ought to be a spirit of compassion. There ought to be a spirit of mercy. I thank the Lord that growing up, I got to grow up around some people that had a good spirit. I talked about my dad. He had a good spirit. Uh, I think about my youth pastor. 
I've talked about him a lot uh, in church, Brother Swanson, Brother Mark Swanson. You know what he was always doing? He was always singing, he was always whistling, he was always happy, he was always encouraging. Uh, that's the kind of person I want to be. I don't want to be a person that's got a bad attitude. I don't want to be a person that's always negative and always critical. Uh, that doesn't help anybody. I, I preached last week to the children in the uh, Kids Crusade about Daniel. And you know what the Bible says about Daniel? He was in the Babylonian kingdom and then the Medes and Persians took over. And so he was under Darius in the Medo-Persian Empire. And he was set up as a president in Darius's kingdom. And the Bible says there were three presidents and there were 120 princes. And it says the king thought to set Daniel over the entire realm. It was like the king said, hey, I don't need these other 100, 122 other guys. I could just have Daniel do it all. And here's the reason why Daniel was promoted. Here's why Daniel got that position. You want to know why? The Bible says because an excellent spirit was found in him. Now, I'm sure Daniel, Daniel was competent. There's no doubt about it. I'm sure that he was great with making decisions. I'm sure he had a great knowledge and all those things. We know God had blessed him with those things. But the reason that the king promoted Daniel was because of his spirit. You know, I hope that we'll have that kind of a spirit. I hope we'll have a spirit of gladness. I hope we'll have a spirit of thanksgiving and a spirit of praise and a, a spirit of saying, I want to bless the Lord. I want to please the Lord. I want to glorify the Lord with my life. Number five, I see in this passage, Psalm 100, I see the satisfaction. You know what comes when you serve the Lord with gladness and you make a joyful noise and you know God and you, you have the right spirit? Well, number five, there's satisfaction. Verse five says this, for the Lord is good. Can I tell you, I'm not looking for another Lord. I'm not looking for another God. Of course, he's the only one. But I'm not looking for another one because I've got the best. I've got the one and only. I have the God who is above all, the God who is good, the God who takes care of me, the God who satisfies, uh, the God who blesses me far beyond anything I deserve. God says that he is God and there is none else. The Lord is good. Don't ever forget that God is good and be satisfied uh, with what God has done for you. The Bible says he's good and his mercy is everlasting. I'm thankful for God's goodness and what he gives me, but I'm also thankful for his mercy and what he does not give me that I deserve. God is so good. His mercy is everlasting and then his truth endureth to all generations. I'm thankful that the truth of God's word it lasts forever. I'm not looking for a new truth. Have you ever noticed how some people, it's like they're always looking for the next best thing. They're always looking for something else. Uh, they're always looking for something exciting, something that you know, nobody's ever thought of before. Well, I got news for you. If it's new, it's probably not true because we have the Word of God and the truth of the Word of God has been settled. It is forever and it is to all generations. I'm thankful for satisfaction uh, that comes from knowing and serving God. I hope this has helped you in Psalm 100. We're not done yet. Well, this is kind of our overview. It took us almost a week just to get through the overview. But uh, next week, I want to come back. I want to even dissect this psalm a little bit more. And uh, I hope you've taken some time to memorize it. I told my girls uh, the other night, and Micah was in devotions too, but I said, you ought to memorize this psalm. It's such a good psalm. And uh, there's only five verses. They're not very long, uh, but I promise you it'll help you. Uh, to hide God's word in your heart that you might not sin against God. Hope you have a great day and a good weekend. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today.
Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.